Uh, hello everyone. Welcome back to Capes and Japes. Um, hope you're all, hope you're all doing well out there in the real world. Uh, you know, we're all just, we're all just trying to get by. Um, we have, um, we've been talking about some, some DC people. We've been talking about some, like, some assorted sort of weird DC people. Um, none of them really connected to each other. And we're continuing that. Um, because we are, um, gonna chat about, uh, Lobo. <laughs> no reason. Olivia's just been thinking about Lobo. I was just thinking, like, we should do an episode on Lobo. Um, Lobo, one name, just Lobo. Um, no secret identity. Just Lobo. Just Lobo. <laughs> um, so, um... Lobo is a, uh, DC character, um, who was created, um, by, uh, Keith Giffen and, uh, Roger Slifer, um, who, uh, I think is the same Roger Slifer that was a producer on Yu-Gi-Oh! that they named one of the Egyptian god cards after, um, which is not a, th is a thing that might be interesting to, like, two people listening to this, but it was pretty funny to be like, ah, oh, Slifer, I wonder if that's the same guy. Oh, produced the first season of Yu-Gi-Oh! What an interesting intersection for you, Olivia. I know, right? Just for me specifically, it's not something I expected. Uh, not a fact I expected to encounter today. Um, and, uh, Keith, uh, Keith Giffen, um, was the, uh, other co-creator, um, who, uh, was the artist, um, but who also, um, kind of based Lobo on, uh, this character he had created in high school, um, named Lunatic, with a K. Of course. Yeah, um, who, uh, he ended up, uh, eventually, uh, that character ended up becoming, uh, a Marvel character, um, but, uh, Giffen ended up taking him back to DC and sort of splitting him into two concepts, um, where his other character, Ambush Bug, was sort of, like, the wacky parts of Lunatic's personality, and, uh, Lobo was kind of the, uh, the really violent parts. <laughs> um. I mean, way to reuse your OCs, though. I mean, listen, it's, it's so, it's so important that you get everything you can out of your high school OCs. If you ever um, feel bad about reusing your own OC, just remember Lobo. Just think about Lobo, a very popular character who is a reused high school OC. Um, so, uh, in, uh... In Lobo's, uh, initial appearance, he shows up as, um, as 
an antagonist in uh, Omega Men, which is the series that uh, Slifer and Giffen were uh, working on together, um, which is uh, about a um, a an intergalactic like superhero team um, that's tasked with uh, protecting the Vega system. Um, which is, uh, under threat by this, like, uh, tyrannical space regime. Um, and, uh, the Green Lantern Corps can't interfere because they made, like, uh, like a weird, like, treaty with one of the other, like, species in this system. Um, so the Omega Men, uh are the group who steps in and, uh, fights all these space battles. Um, and, uh, Lobo shows up as a, uh, recurring character. He's, um, introduced as a, uh, bounty hunter. Um, and his initial backstory is that, um, he is the last of, uh, an alien species called the, uh, Velorpians, um, who's everyone else, all of, all of the other ones have been wiped out by another alien species called the Scions, um. Classic. Yeah, you know, these, these things happen all the time. Um, and he's, I think, sent to, like, uh, capture, like, uh, some of the Omega Men, um, because he's a bounty hunter. He just, you know, he gets hired to do stuff like that. Um, he does have, um, his appearance has, uh, changed somewhat through time. It's mostly gotten, like, more exaggerated. Um, but he is still introduced with, like, the, like, uh, white, like, skin and the kind of, like, uh, kiss-looking, like, black markings, but it's not makeup. That's just how his face looks. Um. I can't believe Kiss is aliens. Yeah, Kiss, that's, if, one thing DC Comics has taught me is that the band Kiss is entirely made up of, uh, aliens. Um, so, um, this initial appearance, um, from what I understand is played, like, fairly straight. I'm not sure how serious of a comic Omega Men is. Um, I know that Keith Giffen also worked on, like, Justice League International, which is, like, very goofy. Um, but that was with, uh, J.M. DeMatteis. Um, so, um, from what I understand, this was initially just sort of, like, yeah, he's, like, you know, he's, like, a big, violent bounty hunter, um, and that's his deal, uh, and I think there was, there was some initial impulse to make him, like, sort of a send-up of, like, hyper-violent comic book characters, but, like, not, that wasn't, like, the, the, the point, um, however, um, after, uh, after this initial appearance, Lobo does, um, show up again in, uh, 
Justice League International. Of course. Yeah. Gotta put your OCs in everything. You have to. Listen. Honestly, you go for it, buddy. Um, and, uh, becomes, uh, pretty popular. Um, and, uh, makes, uh, becomes a recurring character in some other series, uh, throughout the 80s. He's, like, a regular character in, uh, Legion. Um, and then, uh, in 1990, um, he gets his own solo miniseries. Um. Good for him. Which is, yeah, you know, he's really went for it, which is, um, plotted by Keith Giffen, um, but written by Alan Grant, um, drawn by Simon Bisley, which, um, retcons his backstory, gives him a new backstory, um, and kind of, uh, cements the direction he was starting to go in, um, as, like, uh, a, a parody character, and, like, basically a parody of, like, mostly Wolverine, some of the Punisher of, like, this very, you know, like, uh, tough-talking, hyper-violent, like, macho type. Um. Like, what if the Punisher was a luchador? <laughs> kind of like that, but, like, with more of the, like, with the inherent comedy that sort of comes with that idea. Um. Lobo gets his own series in, uh, 1990. Uh, Deadpool makes his first appearance in 1991. Um, and they're two, like, very... There are a lot of comparisons you can draw between them, but they're kind of, like, the two, like, foundations of sort of an era of, like, comic book satire. Um... Which is funny because Deadpool is a parody of a serious DC character, Deathstroke, and Lobo is a parody of a serious Marvel character, Wolverine. And also, at some point in Deadpool, they've had a Lobo parody show up. Good. So it's just like, it's, it's, it's Lobo all the way down. Um, but, uh, so, uh, Giffen has said that he, like, sort of went in this direction as, like, a quote-unquote indictment of this type of character. Um, and then Lobo just got, like, wildly popular, and people were, like, super into him. <laughs> um, but, uh, in, in the 90s, he develops, like, a pretty strong, like, fan following. And, like, still has one today, but you definitely don't see him as much. And it is, like, a very 90s tone. Um, so this, like, uh, this first miniseries, um, that, uh, Giffen plots, uh, is called, uh, Lobo, uh, The Last, uh, Sarnian. Um, hmm. yes, which, uh, reinvents his backstory, um, he's still the last survivor, 
of a um an alien species. Um they rename the species to be the uh the Zarnians. It's C Z Arnians. Um but I I don't know how to make that clear in my pronunciation. Um <laughs> the Czarnians. Um I think it's like Czar is in like a Russian Czar. That's spelled the same, right? Yes. Yes. Now I'm double now I'm like, oh no, how is Czar spelled? I no, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure you're right. Okay. So um the uh the Zarnians um are a um a very uh peaceful uh utopian society um highly developed uh pretty similar to earth but with like basically no crime um could be like compared to like krypton um and uh Lobo is, uh, born on this planet, um, and, uh, just sort of craves chaos, um, so he, uh, bioengineers these ultra-deadly scorpions and sets them loose on the planet and kills everybody, um. Hey, Lobo? Yeah, Lobo, don't, uh, don't do that. Um, but, uh, he kills everybody, and then he calls it a science project. Um, so, like, that's the kind of tone we're setting for Lobo going forward. Um, is just, like, uh, what if these, like, rugged, ultra-violent characters weren't pursuing violence for any particular purpose. They just thought violence was really cool. <laughs> um, they just thought violence was, like, super rad and great. Um, so he, uh, he goes forth from there, uh, to become a, uh, a bounty hunter. Um, he has, uh, it's not fully established whether, like, uh, he's especially, like, strong for his species, or if, like, all Sarnians were like that, and we'll never know, because he, uh, killed them all, um, but he's, uh, very strong, uh, very durable, um, to what extent usually depends on, like, what's cool or funny in, like, any given situation. Good. Um, yeah. Like, you know, kind of Deadpool rules, like, or, like, One Punch Man rules. It's, like, you know, it's... Laws, like, don't really apply here. It's, like, just about what looks cool. So there's, like, uh... Stories where he's just, like, basically a very, very strong man. And then there are stories where he's, like, can get into a fist fight with Superman. Um, he can, you know, uh, sometimes he can just, like, survive in space 
because, like, it would be funny in this story if Lobo was in space. Um, he, um, he has a, um, he has a healing factor, um, which, uh, is, I think, the most necessary thing when you're writing a, um, a very violent comic, but you need your protagonist to continue existing. Yeah. Um, he, um, he has a healing factor so he can, like, you know, regenerate basically, uh, uh, basically anything. Um, and, uh, he's basically immortal. He can't get sick. He doesn't age. He's also basically immortal, um, because one time he went to hell and the demons didn't want him there, so they sent him to heaven, and then nobody in heaven wanted him there either. So both of them were like, okay, you're banned. You're banned from dying. Can you imagine being a person that's, like, even purgatory is not an option for you. You have to go live your miserable life forever on Earth. (laughs) I mean, Lobo's having a pretty good time. Um, I'm sorry, miserable for everybody else. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure, absolutely. Just, just the pits for everybody who meets him. But he's doing great. Um, he also has, um, for a time, there's this, uh, supposed, uh, Sarnian ability where, uh, he can, like, create, like, a Lobo clone, basically, out of his blood if he gets injured, um, and he ends up, um, he loses this for a time, um, but he gets it back through some, uh, unspecified shenanigans, um, which, uh, ends up with him, like, uh, he gets turned into a teen, and he joins Young Justice, um, and, uh, they go to Apocalypse, and he dies, but, uh, he ends up creating a bunch of clones, um, and the clones all fight each other, um, and, like, basically just, like, wreak havoc on Apocalypse, um, so that's, that's, you know, that's the kind of stuff he gets into, um, he, uh, um, he has a, uh, a motorcycle, a space motorcycle called a Space Hog. Um. Okay, that's original. Yeah. Um, he's not, he's not a guy known for his creativity. Okay, but he's also, I mean, I guess he does have to translate everything into English, never mind. Yeah, exactly. Um, he speaks, he does speak, supposedly, like, 17,000 languages, um, and he's also, like, has shown moments of, like, complete genius, but only when it applies to doing things that kill people, basically. Like, bioengineering a deadly scorpion. (laughs) If he just applied himself, he'd be very good at, at a lot of things. I'm- you're right. That's, like, that's- we should all have a talk with Lobo about that. Um, 
but he, uh, he is, uh, he's famously very fond of space dolphins, um, which he encountered as a child on Sarnia, um, and, uh, like, keeps a bunch of them, like, protected, and is, like, very, very protective of these space dolphins, um, to the point where he, uh, frequently kills people for threatening them, but he also kills people for way lesser things. Um, he also, um, as a, uh, as a bounty hunter, his, uh, his thing is that he, uh, always, uh, always stays true to his word, no matter what, uh, if he, you know, makes a contract with somebody, he will do absolutely everything to make sure it's fulfilled, um, but he also is kind of, like, he's kind of a genie about it in that he will keep, like, the specific letter of whatever he promised you, um, but he will be like, well, I didn't say I wasn't gonna, like, deliver you this person, and then immediately kill them afterwards. They're here, they're alive, boom, now they're not. That's <laughs> <laughs> how it goes. Um, he, uh, so he, um, he shows up in, uh, a few different places. He's most often, um, uh, depicted as, like, an enemy-ish of Superman, um, which isn't usually that he, like, hates Superman, um, but it's usually that he's causing, you know, some other kind of, uh, criminal mayhem, and, uh, Superman has to intervene, um, probably because nobody else can do anything about it, because he is such a force of chaos, um, he also has in his, like, uh, in his own, like, series, he has a, um, a rivalry with a, uh, a superhero named, uh, Goldstar, um, who is just, like, uh, just, like, the most satirical, like, you know, like, golly, come on, gang, we gotta go! rescue these kittens from that tree. And if we Bless. all believe in ourselves, we can do anything. Um, which, uh, which Lobo hates and frequently just, like, beats the shit out of and humiliates him just because it makes him mad. Um, he's also, um, Lobo is also, uh, pals with Guy Gardner. Which is, like, absolutely, like, the most, like, of course. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's pals with Guy Gardner, and, uh, sometimes they fight each other, because they're both just like that, um, and sometimes they, uh, call each other up for help fighting somebody else. Um. Lola really out here being chaotic neutral, huh? Just, oh my god, absolutely. As far, just pushing as far to the edge of the chaotic boundary as you can go. Um, he, uh, 
he, there's like a story where he, uh, gets hired to kill Santa Claus. Um, there's a story where like, uh, a bunch of like kids he's had with like different, like just like thousands of kids with different women, like throughout his life show up and all try to kill him and he has to fight them all. Um, he has this, uh, he has this, like, diner that he goes to all the time, um, called, like, Al's Diner, um, where he, uh, it almost always ends up getting destroyed because, uh, Lobo's there, um, and, like, something eventually explodes, um. Rip to Al's Diner. Yeah, yeah, but, like, like, again, like, to... The, like, he's, you know, friends with, like, Al and, like, the one waitress, Darlene, who works there, and he, like, doesn't understand that he's the one who's constantly, like, uh, exploding their diner, and, like, Al, like, gives him his own diner as a birthday gift, and then he explodes that, like, that, that kind of thing. Um, his, um, most, uh, famous, uh, weapon that he's known for is, like, a long chain with, like, a, uh, a hook at the end. Um, I don't know if there's a specific name for that, or if it's just long chain with hook. Um. <laughs> the hooked chain. Yes, the hooked chain. Um, he also has, you know, a ton of, like, uh, bombs and guns and just, like, all kinds of weaponry. Um, he talks in this, uh, very, like, particular... This is maybe, like, the most, like, uh, Wolverine parody part, is that it's, like, you know, everything's, like, all looking and thinking and, like, like all of his dialogue is, like, written out, like, phonetically. And he says, like, ya and, like, inta and, like, you know, just, like, the way that, uh, it's not even, like, a specific accent, but, like, the way that you would, like, depict somebody talking when they're, like, very rough around the edges. Um, he also has, like, he has some, like, words that are just, like, he says fragging a lot. Um, and he also, uh, refers to himself as a bastitch. Um. Okay. Yeah, which is partly because, uh, he, <laughs> they're not, they're not swearing. He can do all kinds of murders, but he's not swearing. Um, but also apparently, um, bastitch is, like, taken from, uh, one of the first people who, like, hired him, and he was like, oh, that's a good name. I'm gonna use that. I'm gonna call myself a bastitch for hire. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's just, it's just one of his things. It's just one of the things that he does. Um, so he, uh, he, um, he is, at one point, he ends up becoming, a priest of a, uh, is during, like, 
Infinite Crisis, or 52, um, he becomes a priest of a triple-headed fish god, um, and then obviously ends up killing the triple-headed fish god because he's Lobo. Um, he, uh, he gets turned into a teen and joins Young Justice. Um, he, uh, um, he, we mentioned, uh, Legion is kind of, like, the, uh, the first story that he becomes, like, a recurring character in, um, which is a, uh, space team led by, uh, Vril Dox, or, uh, Brainiac 2, um, who, like, uh, basically, like, tricks Lobo into joining the team, um, with his, like, uh, oh my god, with his extremely, like, strict personal, like, well, I always keep my promises, um, (laughs) but, uh, then he ends up, like, kind of, like, sticking around, uh, real docs, even though they don't exactly, uh, like each other, um, up until he's, like, uh, I think even while his, like, he gets, like, uh, his son takes over command of the team instead, um, until finally he's, like, all right, okay, fine, you can go, um, but, uh, he, uh, um, he fights, uh, he fights Superman a bunch, uh, um, he, uh, he, what was this thing I was looking for? He does, um, he does go to hell, um, after killing a god, uh, he ends up, uh, going to hell, um, accidentally gets set free, uh, just rampages through hell, uh, killing a bunch of people, kills, I think, Zatara's ghost, um, and, uh, Zatanna's like, okay, alright, stop, stop it, um. Stop killing my dad's ghost. Most Lobo stories end with somebody being like, just stop, just stop it, stop it, just chill out. Um, he gets, um, shortly, uh, before, uh, things get, uh, rebooted, uh, to the New 52, um, he is given a, um, a Red Lantern power ring, um, Red obviously being the, uh, angry one, uh, which works. Um, but, uh, not too much happens, uh, with, uh, Red Lantern Lobo, because, uh, in New 52, um, they do a weird thing where there's, like, uh, they have, like, the classic-looking Lobo. But it, it's actually, uh, an imposter pretending to be Lobo, um, and the real Lobo is, like, a, uh, kind of, like, like, lean, like, clean-cut, like, handsome man, 
still like Sarnian, but like just looking kind of like a hot Sarnian guy. Um. Okay. Yeah, who um did kill his whole planet, but it was like, oh, he was the bodyguard to the royal family, uh, but uh somebody like uh basically poisoned the water supply of the planet, um, and caused everyone to lose it, and uh he had to uh basically he was forced to kill them all. Um Sure. Yeah, which, sure, listen, New 52, uh, New 52 is pretty messed up in a lot of ways, um, but As Hot Lobo said before, was definitely- It's bad. Yeah. It's, it's real bad. It does have Hot Lobo in it, I guess. Um, I didn't, I obviously didn't read any of those. Um, I think I remember, like, when this was, like, I don't even know if I remember seeing, like, well, this is a new Lobo design. I think I just saw this guy on, like, the cover of something. I was like, the fuck is this guy? All right. <laughs> Moving on. Um, in, uh, DC Rebirth, he, uh, he's back to, uh, being regular original Lobo. Um, he is, uh... He's on the Suicide Squad, um, for a time. Um, Batman, um, explodes his head, um, but he does it specifically, uh, to free Lobo from, like, uh, Maxwell Lord's control. Um, so, uh, Lobo's cool with it because his head grows back because he's, you know, Lobo and it would be pretty funny and whack if his head grew back. Um. True. Batman knows how these things work. Um. But, uh, he, um, he, I, apparently also, like, uh, joins the Justice League for a bit. Um. Also, apparently, there's a joke in one of the Green Lantern comics, um, where they find, like, a, uh, like, a bottle that has, like, the soul of, like, the, the New 52, like, hot Lobo trapped inside, um, <laughs> and Hal Jordan's like, we should just leave that one there. I keep looking at pictures of the New 52 hot Lobo, like, who is this man? I don't know him. <laughs> Sorry to this man. I, who is this? This isn't Lobo. It's absolutely not Lobo. Um... He also, uh, in, uh, Rebuild, uh, has a, uh, daughter who's on the Teen Titans, um, who goes by Crush, um... God, that's such a good name. It's a great name. Um, she's very cool. She also has, like, a, um, a cool, like, chain that she fights with. Um, she was, uh, raised by a, um, a couple named David and Lisa, uh, Rojas. Um, so not, uh, not raised by Lobo. Um. Good. <laughs> yeah, which is for the best, for sure. Um, but, uh, she's still, uh, 
she's still kind of a, uh, somewhat of a gruff individual. Um, but, you know, in, mostly in a more, like, kind of, like, gruff teen learning to understand other people way, and not, you know, completely unrepentant murderer sort of way. Um, I do, um, it's very 90s. Uh, there are times, um, when I find Lobo pretty fun, and there are times when, uh, the shtick gets to be a little much. Um, I, which is also how I feel about Deadpool in a general sense. Um, on the one hand, like, Lobo has had less cultural saturation than Deadpool, um, so, like, I don't have to deal with seeing as many, like, people walking around with, like, Lobo t-shirts, um. Could you imagine if instead of Deadpool getting super popular, it was Lobo who had gotten super popular and saturated? People are walking around with Lobo t-shirts. Um, they have apparently, there's been, like, a, uh, a movie that's sort of been in, uh, development hell for, like, ten years now that was originally supposed to be directed by Guy Ritchie, um, but Guy Ritchie made the Sherlock sequel instead, um, and now, uh, since Deadpool has been so successful, apparently they've been, uh, trying to get Michael Bay to direct it, um, but, like, it depends on, like, what kind of budget he's willing to do. Um, yeah, plus you know that there are pe- gonna be people who are like, this is just a Deadpool knockoff. Yeah, it 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 will be. So, like, that's the other thing, is that, like... He was there first. <laughs> Deadpool's been very... Yeah. Deadpool's been very saturated, but also because, like, Deadpool has had, like the more, like, long-spanning, not long-spanning, but the more, like, prolific comic book presence, um, he has had more actual, like, character development. And also Ryan Reynolds fought for him. And also Ryan Reynolds. Um. Ryan Reynolds did his due diligence to get Deadpool out there. (laughs) Ryan Reynolds really just, like, put, like, the rubber to the road. He just needed to get Deadpool to the world. Ryan Reynolds, I don't know if they'll ever find who leaked that footage. (sighs) (laughs) Ah, Ryan, I support you. Um, but, um, yeah, so there, there are times, um, there are times when Lobo, uh, is way too much for me. Um... But sometimes he shows up in something, uh, and just kind of, you know, blows some shit up, and I'm like, ah, there he goes. It's that guy, he's back at it. Um, he is in, um, he's in Young Justice. Um, he has been voiced by Travis Willingham in Lego Batman. Um. That tracks. Thank you, thank you, Travis Willingham. Um, he's in Young Justice. Um, apparently he has, like, uh, some, uh, he does some more 
in season three, um, which I still need to watch. Don't at me. I Same. Same. I don't know why it's so hard for me to watch things that I know I like. I mean, Olivia, that's yeah. a mood. We, we, we are all. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, uh, Slobo. Very, uh, very weird, uh, chaotic character. Um, who I think most people have, like, seen somewhere, uh, even if they didn't really, like, know what his deal was. Um, they're like, <laughs> why is one of the members of Kits in this comic book? Why is Kiss blowing things up? Stop that. You know, old Greg Kiss. <laughs> Come on, Mr. Kiss. Come Stop on. Stop it. Cut it out. Stop <laughs> killing Zatara's ghost. <laughs> um, I don't think I had any comics to talk about. I thought I had a comics thing to talk about. But I forgot it. Um, I think DC might be working on getting some comics, like new comics, published again this week. Um, but like not all of them. Um, so I, I don't, I should be more on top of this thing, but I'm not. Um, it's weird times. <laughs> It's, it's, it's weird times. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about? Uh, I watched a lot of Nailed It. Hell yeah. That's pretty much all I did this week. Because I wanted to watch it, and I heard that my brother didn't like it, because he actually, like, enjoys cooking and baking, and it stresses him out, Uh. because he's like, oh no, they're doing Uh. so bad, and I actually know what you're supposed to do, and oh no. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch as much as I can before he moves back in. <laughs> and I watched all four seasons. And then I watched both seasons of Nailed It Holiday. And then I got through all six episodes of Nailed It France. And most of Nailed It Mexico before they came back. I watched... Holy shit. I ended up watching the like second half of the last episode of Nailed It Mexico with them. And then I started watching Nailed It Spain, and I got one episode in, and then my mom was like, can we stop watching Nailed It? (laughs) Can we please stop watching Nailed It? It has been all week with Nailed It. But honestly, it was so good for my mental health, because I was like, I am going to actively try to stop feeling guilty for not doing anything. And I am going to sit here and watch Nailed It, and that is my plan, that is what I am doing, and that is what I did, and I felt very good. Good. You are so valid. Thank you. And I'm very happy. I'm very happy that you have Nailed It in this trying time. (laughs) Thank you. I'm probably going to just burn my podcast queue to the ground, though, because I am over a week behind (laughs) and now there are more people in my house so i'm not going to be able to listen to things as much so maybe i'll actually start reading comics maybe i will get through the comics that are on my shelf we'll see we'll find out yeah we can dream 
<laughs> Such confidence you have in me. <laughs> this isn't about you specifically. I'm saying in these times, uh, you know, uh, email you get from a company that you ordered something from three years ago. In these challenging times. Um, God. It's like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what you're doing. I really Why am I don't, getting this email? I, I don't need your support. Um, but I just mean, in the current No, I mean, I was, I was bad at is... reading my comics beforehand. This is just the same old thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. I will, I, I'm saying it right now, I will try to read at least one comic book by next episode. Alright. Hold I, me to it. I will, I will be lenient with you because, again, no, the current No, Olivia, times, next week, okay. if I haven't read a comic, one comic, shame me. Shame me live on our podcast. Okay, I I will. I'll make a note of it right now. Shame, Thank you. Shame E. Thank you. I appreciate your support. Okay. Um. Well, with that, I think that's all. I think that's all for today. Um. So thank you for being here with us on Capes and Japes. If you want to uh keep up with us and see new episodes and all that stuff, uh, you can find us online. We got Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, all of those. Just go to Capes and Japes on whatever platform you're hanging out on. Um, we have a Discord server. We would love if you swung in there and, you know, uh, chatted with us. We love to hear from you. We love to know what's going on. Um, we have a uh, Patreon if you want to uh, support us on there, we sure do appreciate it. You can get uh, bonus content. Uh, you can uh, watch stuff. You can help us pick what we talk about. Um, we, uh, if you can't do that, but you still uh, want to support the show, a uh, great way to do that is if you leave a rating and a review where you listen to it. Uh, that is super great. Um, or telling your friend about the show if you think they'd like to check it out. Um, and just, you know, uh, being here, being with us. Um, we appreciate it all the time. Um, and we sure have appreciated it this time. Uh, so thank you for joining us on this episode of Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Elion. And as always, kiss me sexy new 52 Lobo. Don't kiss me. Get out of here, sexy Lobo. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh.